talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. If you turn the motherfucking noise up, we can get right into the proceedings this evening. The headphones are distorting. Bring it down a little bit. Okay. Now we working with it. The boy face up and baseline, baby. Small. Welcome to New York City. In my clothes, don't make me have to relapse on these hoes. Take it back out the tax in the road. When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight from the oven with it, came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit she instilled in me. Still with me, pain plus work. Shit, she made me milk this game for all its work. That's right. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'm calling guts every time, drag my nuts every time, homie. We make a great combination, don't we? Me in the face, small. Every time we face off, face it, y'all. Y'all niggas playing basic ball. I'm on the block like I'm eight feet tall. Homie, I'm in the drop with the AC on. That's why the streets embrace me, dog. I'm so cool. Welcome back, everybody, to Jump Versus the World Presents the I Am Not Dave Wrestling Podcast. And like always, I got my man Manny here. What's going on, good sir? What's going on, my brother? What's going on, everybody? Hey, man, it's that season. It's that uh, season that comes around all uh, every year around this time. It's Does WrestleMania. This be not so jolly or maybe jolly? Who the hell knows? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, depending on who you talk to, um, some people are excited for it. And it seems like if you are a certain age, younger, you are excited for it. And if you're somebody around our ages, uh, you're kind of like, I don't know. It might be here and there. I know for myself, it's just like certain matches. <laughs> it's yeah. what it is. Same, man. Um, I, it's it's weird with me, man. I, I, I kind of, some years I'm really excited. Like last year, I was really looking forward to WrestleMania. Um, obviously, the first time being in an arena, since the pandemic that had a lot to do with it, but I also thought last year's card was really strong this year. Not so much. I, I kind of like forgot mania was this weekend. Honestly, like I'm, I'm being 100% with you. You know, another thing I think it is too, I think is a thing of <laughs> a, a lot of the mania matches have already been done throughout the last, what? Six months. Three months yeah. to be nice, I guess. If you want to, if I'm if I'm being generous, I'll say three months. You've seen these matches, and even to the point of where Brock and Roman, we've seen it. You know, there's you know you got the stakes, but the stakes don't really mean anything if you're gonna have you know bring the title back, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, if you go separate the titles again down the line, it don't really right. mean anything it's right. just for that moment. And I get it because they're catering towards. The the you know here and there wrestling fans I can't tell the hardcore fans with that because we kind of all looking sideways like yeah we know it ain't gonna be one champion. There's but, nothing special about this card. There's nothing. It's all the matches have been no. done before, and I mean not even before, just recently. Like like <laughs> we just saw this match like like two weeks ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. 
It's like you've seen it in some type of way, whether it was a singles match or like a, you know what I mean? Like if you have a tag team, the two sing- the singles matches for the, you know, like if you have who? Uh, American Alpha. Right. Um, and then you have the Street Profits. You know, you would have the singles matches out of them. Then you might have a tag match somewhere down the line. It, but, you know, it, but it ends in kind of whatever, a disqualification or whatever. You know, nothing gets settled, and it's like, oh, but WrestleMania is going to be settled. And I mean, that's cool and all. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to put a down on nobody's <laughs> WrestleMania, but I, it's more than matches on the I think the, the number one thing that's like people want to see is like that Austin thing. I think that's going to really be a highlight of that, the night. Yep. Facts for me. That that's like literally the only thing I'm looking forward to, and a, a certain somebody may be deba- debuting that that night as well. Um, that that we'll, I'm sure we'll get to it, but you know that's the only things I'm really looking forward to. Other than that, like it's just kind of like eh, you know, yeah, it's it's, like, it's it's WrestleMania. I know it's I know it's there. I know it'll be on. I know that there'll be matches that I'm going to be, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to pay attention there, and then the other one would just be background noise, which is fine. I yeah. Mean, you know. it, it's, it's to the point, you know me, I'm a, I'm a Duke Blue Devil fan. Sorry to di- diverge from the goal here. But Saturday night's a big night for me. Um, so I may not even watch WrestleMania live. I might have to catch it on delay. I mean – I don't know what you're going. To, I don't know what you're doing that for. Y'all about to get dropped off. Anyways, I ain't even going to indulge you in that in that comment. I'm gonna just act like you didn't say that. So dropped anyway, I might watch off. I might watch WrestleMania after the fact, like after everybody else watch it. I might watch it and live tweet it. Yeah, I mean, my homie, a UNC fan, so I already know what it is with him. So. And he's a wrestling fan, but I know he's going to be watching that UNC game first. And that's why I say I think mo- most people are, are, even if you're not looking forward to Mania, I think you're kind of siding with Sunday night. Sunday night seems like the more stacked night, but Saturday night seems like they got get they have all the women matches on there. Which is odd the way that, but even that, like even the the, the card and how it's, Structured is just weird. Like you I thought know. you had separated the women's matches, right? Yeah, I thought, <laughs> like, yeah that, that just is weird to me because, like, why would you have Charlotte and Ronda and then uh, Bianca and I mean, I bet they probably open the show with one of those matches and then close the show at one of those matches. But I think the Austin thing might actually close the show out on Saturday. I can see that. So. Yeah, I that that's very weird. Maybe they didn't want to overshadow the women, so they wanted to give them their own kind of night to he- quote unquote headline. But it's possible. You you, you yeah. never you never know. Um, but like, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to the women's match. Both of them actually. At first, I wasn't too into for the Charlotte Ronda match, but I want to see it. I want to see what's gonna happen. Um, I'm definitely looking forward. I like um. Well, I know you had. I don't think Raw. Well, you know, Raw. Raw was it was interesting. I like what they did with um, Becky and Bianca Belair. Yeah, Raw yet? I'll have to catch it um, here in a little bit when I when we get off of this. So uh, <clears throat> I usually watch Raw after the fact. Like, yeah, and yeah, I can yeah. do shit. Um, 
Yeah, so I haven't seen what they've done, but like the bills for those matches, I haven't been like I haven't like yeah, they've been it, whatever. It's been weird. It's been it's been super weird because it seems like some of the matches seem like are super like oh shit, we got a month left. <laughs> let's 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 start working on these matches. As they kept kind of like came out the blue, and I mean I know their big thing was to get to you know Roman Brock, Roman Brock, Roman Brock, and that's cool and all. Um, it just seemed like they put with two nights now, they put a lot of more work on themselves. That if this is going to be a thing that's going to continue, they have to be more um, diligent on the matches and getting into the I matches agree. and putting more of an effort to the, for the stories, so that you know fans can really get in, you know, intertwined into the stories and you know. Because that's just like it, it just feels like matches are just happening. That's what it feels like. Bro, for a mania that is two nights now and has two women's matches, one which has Ronda Rousey, which you could argue is the third biggest star in the company, mm-hmm. it feels like a one match show. Like if there ever was one match two night WrestleMania, this is the WrestleMania. Like it's a like this is a one match show, like a motherfucker. Like it feels like it's been Brock and Roman and literally everything else. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it's been. Like I said, I understood. I, I get why they were doing it, but it just seemed like everything else was just an afterthought. And Which is... You can't, now that, you can't do that with two nights. Because you got two nights, so you got time to let shit bubble and make each and every night their own individual night with their own moments in a lot of ways. And you're not even doing that. You're just kind of like, ah, business as usual. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's, feel like, it's, I feel like they're resting. And I feel like over the last few years, I'd say over the last, I'd say over the last like seven years, five years for sure. I feel like, their approach is well it's wrestlemania wrestlemania sells itself we don't got to really do like we could we could put brock and roman in a hocus pocus match well it's wrestlemania it'll sell itself i mean to a certain degree then yeah the the because they made you know what i'm saying they made it a week now like it's all these things going on the hall of fame all these other shows outside of wrestlemania so it it kind of does just sell itself in a sense. But I, but I feel like more so now, because even back when the network was still popping, like they feel it felt like they had it felt like they had it felt like it had stakes because they were trying to get the next network subs up. And everybody knows everybody subscribes to the network for WrestleMania, right? The majority, like their biggest subs are around WrestleMania, right? Right. So they at least they had that to now, even with this peacock shit now, it's like Oh, it's WrestleMania. Like it's WrestleMania. Like it's here. It's come. It doesn't feel like that same sense of urgency anymore. They're not chasing buy rates anymore. So that no. obviously that's out. Yeah, that's I mean the way they get their money is different there because it's just like, oh, you know, we do these Saudi shows. We good for the year. <laughs> that's <laughs> but 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 that's that's a fruit. That is a that is a foolhardy approach. Because that does more damage to you in the long run than than actually taking the time. Like I liked it 
it's no secret that manias were better when they had buy rates attached to them and them, and the motherfuckers had to answer to them investors like yo our buy rate wrestlemania 24 was 1.2 million buy rates and wrestlemania 25 is you know 910 yeah it's it's like that was tangible you know <laughs> but their money the- is long though that's what i'm saying they're they're, they're getting money from Different, you know what I mean? These all these different places from Fox, from USA, from Saudi, from whatever else they got going on. It's like they, you know what I mean? They're 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 thinking <laughs> of is portfolio. They've they've they've. When I say that, they've diversified their portfolio as far as money. They they're getting money from all these different revenue streams. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that from a business perspective. I get it from a product perspective. Their approach to that is is not good like, because they don't. They it's all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it like this: they not on the block no more. AEW on the block, like they only do four pay per views a month, right? About a year, right? So it's basically mm-hmm. like all these shits got to be hot. These have Order. to mean yeah. something. We got to work for these. We got to work because we're working for that fifty dollars right that month. And so they're going to try to put out the best product they can. WWE like, oh, they like, they like, they like Scarface when, you know, he was set up with everything. He's like, oh, we don't have to do that no more. We don't have to do no grunt work. We don't have to be out there on the block. I got people, you know what I mean? They can just put, we can do whatever now, basically. And I'm but not saying that's what they're doing. But, but oh, I'm saying that's what they're doing. I'm, I'm taking your example and going the full measure. And I, I, I feel like that's what they're doing. And they've been doing that. And my my counter to that would also be be careful playing that game because it may not happen now. It may not happen in 10 years. But eventually that shit is, you know, oh, we getting eventually you ain't going to have them Saudi shows. Eventually. Or eventually they're going to come a point where USA ain't going to write one or Fox ain't going to want to write you a billion dollar check. All right. But if as of now. These, these TV, um, you know, they want the they want that product. They want something to air at those times. So as of right now, they'll probably get another great deal from Fox. They'll probably get another great deal from USA. They got one more great deal out of these networks because eventually, because if I'm a network, I'm like I'm paying a billion dollars, and y'all ratings are the same, if not worse, than it was five years ago. Well, I can't speak. Well, we 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 know where Raw used to be, and where they at now. So it just amazes me that USA just keeps on saying running back, that, that, running back. That boggles my mind, bro. Like I, USA must really be hurting for content, and that's what it is. A lot of it is just like they have literally nothing else, so they just will willingly just live with mediocre Raw ratings. For the sake of, because if I'm a USA Network exec, and I know we we kind of veering off a little yeah. bit, but it's, it's but it's relevant to to the point. If I'm a USA exec and I've been there, maybe not since like the Monday Night Wars, but motherfucker, but you've been there for a long time, and you've seen what WWE could do to what they're doing now, just numbers wise. I'm asking some fucking questions. Like, yo, 
anybody seen these books? Like, what are we spending our money on? Like, what are we, what is this? Like, are we getting a return on our investment? Because I would say no. Yeah. That's just me. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's just a thing of USA is, like you said, if it ain't, what, Queen of the South or <laughs> Shooter or whatever else come on there. <laughs> They kind of like we ain't got else shit else to watch, so I know they know they can at least get that Monday night spot. And, and but it, I'm, I'm almost sure, and I'm almost like when football season comes, I know they got to be like, ugh, shit. Yeah. But but being in the in the in the line of work that I am outside of podcasting, I see the trends and things are coming. Cable got another seven. I'll be nice. Cable got another decade. And then eventually all this shit is going to streaming and it's drying up. So in 10 years, you may not even have a USA network. You have a peacock and that's it. So, and, and you may say, okay, well, they already sold the network to peacock or whatever, Mm -hmm. or sold the content to peacock. Right. Hey, them streaming wars is vicious. Oh, they nasty. And they, they boy. So I wouldn't be surprised if in like again, being nice, 10 years, 2032. A motherfucker at Peacock looking like, yo, we trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. And uh bruh, I kn- numbers ain't up. I knew it was dirty pool out there when I saw the whole HBO <laughs> Max and Di- Discovery. I was like, what? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, I guess, and and like, it's almost. I'm not gonna say a hundred percent or ninety nine percent. It's a good chance that AEW will be on. A, you know what I mean? It's like they're gonna I be mean, on HBO Max. Yeah, I know what you're going. I know what you're going. Yeah, like talking about. Like, yeah, I, I think it'd be smart of them too. Yeah, absolutely. It, absolutely smart of them to get on HBO Max premium content with, and then you could slap that HBO Max banner on it. Yeah, hey, that's it. Is it's it, it's 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 interesting, and I just think back to you know getting trying to bring it back to WrestleMania. I think that, and this might be a this this might be a learning lesson for WWE. Like you can't do like Drew McIntyre and, and Happy Corbin, and you do it for like three months and all this interaction they having with each other and then expect the match. Like, I'm sure, you know, like I said, you can have casuals in the audience for WrestleMania. So I'm sure it's going to be, you know, they're going to be hype because it's that some people really only get into WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like they, they come out for yeah. WrestleMania. Then after that, they like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'll watch it here and there, but I'm going to WrestleMania. So it's like, you got casuals out there. That's going to really be hype. And, that, and maybe that's who they are catering are to. They though, are they though? I see this. I disagree with you, Jeff. Like, See, that's more of an impetus to put your best foot forward on the night that all the casuals are watching. Because you got to leave these motherfuckers with like, oh, shit. Yo, they getting down like this? I ain't know that. Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre ain't drawing nobody to the TV set. <laughs> all them laps fans, them niggas is not unlapsing. They, they're not coming back. Oh, that they whole are, yeah, that that's that that was done years ago. The whole lap swing. Yeah, but you're not even but but if they are coming back, they definitely not coming back for Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin. That's 
that's not happening. If there was a chance to get laps fans, there would be AEW to get them. And that's only because I'm only saying that because they're new. They have some high-profile people on the roster now, and it's kind of that thing of, oh, they over there, over there, let me check it out. And, you know, a lot of people have checked it out. Some people stuck with it, some people didn't. But if you're a Laps fan, you're not going to go back to WWE because you already see what time it is over there. And it because it hasn't changed since, I would say, since the, you know, since that Cena transitioned over to Roman, nothing's changed. And you see what it is. Okay, one guy on top, one guy who's the face, and like, because Brock is really a special attraction, yeah. but he has been doing more, you know, work more than usual. So we'll say it's been two people on top. And then it's, you know, you have Roman, Brock, Becky. And everybody else. I won't say Becky because she, you know, she always, gonna hurt. you know, it, 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 you know, the list of people, how it goes. And once you get to a certain point, it's like, okay, that's it. And then there's everybody else get in where you fit in at. So it's just the thing of, I just you know, it's just to be a time when the openers for WWE used to be hot. You know what I mean? Like the opening match, like you have what Ray and Kurt go out there and tear the shit up. On, you know what I mean? A ten minute mat clinic. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just like you have matches that just I don't know, uh, but what, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about the stuff that. I don't want to see. Let's talk about the stuff that I do want to see. Like I said, I'm looking forward for the Bianca and Becky match because I feel like they're not going to fuck this up. It's going to have the end of it. <laughs> I'm hoping they don't <laughs> fuck this up. We don't need another uh, Triple H moment. We will be talking about him a little bit later. Um, the main event for Sunday night, Brock and Roman. I'm still looking forward to it because I just, I think Brock is doing his best work. And who would have thought that Cowboy Brock would be a thing. Not right. me. Who would, have, who would have thought, man? Um, Brock actually having fun. Yeah. His job. Yeah. It seems like that he is comfortable with who, what he is, is no more. It's just, I'm just out here and I'm having fun. I'm, I'm doing my job and I'm having fun with it. And it, it rubs off. Like you could just see it. You could tell it's genuine. It was like, and you go, it's like, you know, you, Thought you had this grouchy guy having to have to work more than usual, but it was like, nah, like I was working what I was working because I can. <laughs> like maybe nobody ever asked me, or maybe I finished the contract and everybody was just so amazed that he was working so much there. It's just like, no, nah, I like this. You know, it's 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 a different and it is refreshing. Um, Roman had yes, has been absolutely been doing the uh some of his best work of his career. Um, and I'm looking forward to see where he goes after this. Um, you mean Roman? Yeah, Roman. Yeah, I want. I, I I really want to see where this is going to go because I feel like there's more there with heel Roman and more that he can probably tap into. We I just agree. we just haven't got the chance to. It's still kind of been the same old recycled. You know, <laughs> acknowledge me, A, B, C, D. We've kind of been going there, but I feel like it's more there because I feel like we're about to get to, I lost the title. I'm I'm a fucking snap. I've snapped. Shit is off the hinges now. Um, hmm. I, I, you, I, you had you in your prediction earlier already? Yeah, I think if, 
if I had to predict, and I'll predict now. I no, think save it before we do our predictions. Save it. Okay. I just, I just had to call it out. But, um, okay. tag matches. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, I'm looking forward for both of them. Uh, I, I, I don't understand how Randy Orton is just like. I never would call myself a Randy Orton fan, but I've been enjoying his work lately. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's having more fun too. And it's kind of like, you know. It's different because with Randy, it was just like, how many times can we see this slow plotting, you know, Randy heel? Or even when he was a face, he kind of worked the same style and didn't much deviate. So I guess in a tag team, it's just a different dynamic with him. So it's just, and they're playing off the oil and water thing with him and, and, and riddle. So it's been refreshing. So it's, he's been refreshed, <laughs> you know, they added, they added some sugar to that motherfucker and he's been like, Oh shit. Definitely. Um, I, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with the Pat McAfee and Austin Theory match. Yeah. Cause we got a small, see, it was different for the Pat McAfee thing because it was in the intimate setting. You know what I mean? You, it, it was. I I think he'd be fine with Austin Theory in the ring. I just don't know how fans gonna take to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's like yeah, that's the guy that jumps up on the table when. <laughs> but because you know everybody doesn't watch next season, so a lot of people folks don't know that he actually had a match or that he can do. You know that yeah. he can carry himself in the ring, and it's kind of like. Uh, I don't know, but hopefully he can win the crowd over. But even, even, even this though, like you did all that. And by all that, I mean like bare minimum to, to even give Austin theory something just to feed him to Pat McAfee. Or, it's like, what you mean? Or, 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 they, or he either go Pat McAfee, you go put him down. Excuse me. I can see. I can see that's that happening. It is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I just could see that happening. Um, like I said, Charlotte, Ronda. I think I want to see where they go because I know how they value Charlotte, but I also know too. Yeah, Ronda. Yeah, like she is. She is money. People. A lot of people pay to see her a lot of people enjoy what she does now i know there's a lot of people that know yeah. i'll leave that up to y'all if you don't do it no but i'm more interested to see what happens in that match seth rollins versus somebody the man that she'll be she'll be remain nameless all right i'm just gonna say it <laughs> no nah, man nah, 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 nah. i'm just i'm talking about i'm just talking about cody in general it's I told you this. All right. <laughs> let me let me let me get on this because this Cody thing is just <laughs> your favorite person, man. All right, I guess it's it, it's it's dope to feel wanted, right? It's dope. I, it's like that recruiting thing. He, for whatever reason, didn't sign back with W uh, AEW. I'm not gonna get into that tonight. That's whatever. For whatever reason, he didn't sign back with them. Mm-hmm. 
I told you on an episode there was something that didn't jive well with me with him being with the Bucks and Omega. I felt like it was more of a thing of I'm just going to hitch my wagon to you guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't go so far as says he wasn't like all in, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But I just felt something was off. And I feel like I was right to a certain degree. Because, you know, you get the old, you get interviews of him and AEW said, oh, I want to end my career here. Oh, no, I started something here. I want to finish it here. I'll say that. Man. Right, 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 right. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to get there. And, and trust and believe, I've seen too many shoot interviews to know when wrestlers talk, take it for a grain of salt. Whatever they say, I don't care what they say. The only exception right. I can say right now is CM Punk because I don't ever see him. And even Punk. And even Punk, I'm skeptical on. I don't ever see him going back to WWE, but I could be wrong because I never thought Brett would. I, people always say Bruno wasn't, but you know what I'm saying? Ultimate War, you can go down the list of people and so whatever. But Cody was my, Cody going back to WWE doesn't bother me. I'm happy he got the money because <laughs> number one, <laughs> these guys give up do a lot with their bodies and if you can get seven figures and you for you coming back and basically you going out doing what you did you coming back getting more money than you did when you left more props to you I love it I'm just curious of how this goes six months from now where is he at where is he positioned at are those same Feelings are going to come back because if they do come back, you just better go look at your check, check, go look at your bank account. Oh yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. That's what you better do because I don't see a big change from when he left. He thought he was, you know, looked at as more. And hey, mm-hmm. you should feel like that as a wrestler. If you feel like you're worth more, he went out, he proved that. You know, what I'm saying, no, I can, no, I'm a name, I can do this. So when you come back, you would expect him to be, no, I'm a main eventer now. But I, I'm not sure that's what they're going to see. Right now it's just, oh, we pulled, the, we pulled him back home. That's what, that's what WWE, excuse me, that's what WWE so why, feeling why right now. Think, why, do you, why do you think they signed him? Why, I know you just said all part of the reason why you did this. But what, like, if you, if, if I was to just drop you Invisibly in a room with Vince McMahon, and you got truth serum out of it, a truthful conversation out of it. Why do you think they signed him? Was it just to hurt AEW? Because uh, really, I'm not gonna I, say it was just to hurt AEW. It, it Cody, Cody did prove that how I feel about him and his motives and things that the way he, he was maneuvering, he proved that he is a name outside of WWE, right? He did work the Indies. He got to work the Indies. He got to work his list. He got to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. All those things didn't work out the way that I think he envisioned for his character in AEW. I think they did sign him because it was still pulling somebody. And because really, you know what I mean? Who who have they pulled from AEW? And this is one of the uh, also an executive too. He's just a wrestler. Oh, one of their executive. Oh yeah, this is 
you know, I think it was a thing of we accomplished something. We took one of your chess pieces. Mm-hmm. So kudos to them. But I'm like I said, it's more. It's not really kudos to them. It's kudos to Cody for getting a bag. Right, like, like, okay, y'all got him, but he could easily be like in three years. Bye, I got the money. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure, like, they might have offered him so much money that he was probably like, guys, come on, y'all really want me to stay here, AEW? How am I gonna turn this down? <laughs> How am I supposed to do that? Okay, if you only on the way out, you know, can you offer this, Tony? No, nah, I can't offer that. All right, you know what it is. I mean, sometimes that's the reality of it. He just yeah. had him just having a baby. Pretty sure, you know, other things are going on. He wants to feel like his family is set, you know, set. They don't have to worry about anything. And I understand that. So I'll never fault a wrestler for doing what they got to do financially. You think I, he's making more money? I mean, the rumor, not to be in nobody's pockets, but the rumor has been, you know, between three and five. So. I, I don't I don't know how much he was making an AEW, but that's the rumor. And I'm sure they I'm sure like I said, you don't know I I don't I don't I really don't want to get into dirt sheets because they like saying, oh, he a he a producer and all this other stuff. So and I don't know. Like I don't work backstage, so I definitely don't know. But mm-hmm. if he's happy, it is what it is. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think AEW gonna miss a beat. As far as the his as far as as far as his in ring work, they're not missing Cody. That's just the reality of it. Now, what he offers backstage, yes, because I do see a lot of people say, "Oh, Cody helped me out A, B, C, and D, and you know whatever it may be." So back backstage, Cody working in the back as an executive or just talking to the younger talent or telling people A, B, C, and D. I think that is going to be missed, but that's just me. Now the question is, if and I think as I think as a wrestler too, he will be missed to a degree. How? When you I'm, have when you have listen, five, they like, have you got a, a stacked roster. So how is how is he gonna be they, missed? They have, they have a set. I agree with you. If I had to balance, if I had to compare the two, I think he's definitely more missed backstage. But I do think that he will be missed because I think Cody was reliable. And not saying that anybody else isn't, but I think Cody was reliable. And Cody, whether intentionally or unintentionally, there was, there was, I'm trying to find the right word for it. There was something that he brought that that had a WWE-esque style to it. That Sports I think, entertainment? <laughs> pretty much yeah that's that, that sports entertainment thing and i know a lot of people are going to roll their eyes in sports entertainment Fuck. The, the problem with sports entertainment is when you've branded it sports entertainment and you like oh it's sports entertainment not wrestling no it's we're talking about wrestling like shut up like but there is something to that right like there is something to that that I think I don't say AEW wants to embrace or should embrace, but I think that they it's a valuable commodity that they have on their roster that I think they are gonna and I think that's that, that's why I think Chris Jericho has been so successful there. On top that's of the what I'm saying. You just say you just, 
you just asked. You just said what I was going to say. You got Jericho there. So what did but, again? But, what do you miss with I, Cody? I, having I think having Punk and Brian both that have now they've been in both ecosystems. I think that helps. I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I do feel like you can sprinkle in a couple more of those guys. And I think not having that Cody element, I think does hurt, but, but hey, be that as it may, right? What, what if, and I'm just spitballing here, but what if WWE was like, yo, you as an executive and a valuable person in AEW, why can't you be that here? Triple H got heart issues. Dang, that nigga stepping away for a little while. Taking care of his health and shit. I'm going to need somebody that know the business. And now you've done it on that level. I mean, it's possible. I haven't heard anybody talk about that part. It's possible. It's absolutely possible. Now would he if would he would he want? I feel I found it very interesting that Triple H did that Stephen A. Smith interview this week or this past week, and literally not even twenty minutes later, they are the PR machine was out there. Thank you, Triple H. Yeah, but that Just was saying. more. That was more of yo dog. I can't wrestle no more. That's it. Y'all know what it is. Like I can't. No, no, no. I, I, no I'm, I'm just saying that I'm not arguing. I'm not that I'm not arguing. I'm saying the timing of it all. Just it's saying, it's it's, just, it's hard to say because of how they treat the Cody thing. Like I don't understand why Cody didn't appear two weeks ago. Because the room is he already he been signed like what, 14 days ago. Or are, you know how they are. They're dickheads. They do. Oh, the, the, the dirt sheets know now. So now we got to fuck them over to make sure that they, they think that they know, but they don't know. And actually, we're the ones that don't like. Yeah, I, I just think it would have been better seeing him on a raw. I pop, agree with you. Yeah, but I, 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 I think that visual would have had people like, oh, shit. I want to see this match now, but like, I also, think, but I also think I, for the for the record, I'm with you, 100 percent with you. But I also think in their thinking, just trying to put myself in their brain. What do we what do we talk? What do we talk? What do we begin this conversation? You know, they need a hook for WrestleMania because WrestleMania feels like whatever. So keeping people intrigued at the well, is Cody going to show up at WrestleMania? Is Cody? You know, what I mean, I feel like that's what they're thinking. Is like, oh, let's not blow Cody on a raw that 1.5 million people are gonna watch. Let's save it for Mania. Well, we got our biggest audience of the year, and it's an oh shit moment. Whether that's whether that's smart business wise or not, it's to be decided or it's to be determined. I'm just saying that's. I think that's what their logic. Mm, it's possible. It it's it sounds something like it sounds like something they would do. Um, like I said, for for good <laughs> okay. or for bad. Motherfuckers ain't watching Raw and SmackDown like that, especially Raw. Like so, they know that they're not watching that shit. So they're probably like, "Yo, why would we blow our wad for what's essentially superstars numbers when 
Yeah. When we can just get we we can just get that pop for WrestleMania. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's it, it's it's a strategy. It I like I'll say this. I understood when you did it with the Hardy Boys. Cody Rhodes isn't the Hardy Boys. I, I and whatever you take from that is what you take from that. Okay. <laughs> right, let me let me run through this car because I know we want to get out of here. We were trying to suck all night on this shit, but because it's it's it honestly isn't worth it. But as far as what I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the KO show segment match, not a match kerfuffle, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm looking forward to that, obviously, mm-hmm. because of because of the goat. Um, I am looking forward to obviously the championship match. I'm cu- I'm curious in which direction they are going to go. I'm genuinely curious. Um, to unify the belts, I hope it's it's it won't. I I already know it won't be, but I'm I hope it's like, hey, we're unifying these titles for good. Like it's not we're not we just don't have that Shit. roster anymore. <laughs> Fox and USA both would be like y'all motherfuckers thought. <laughs> But if I were them, them, like, why would I, why would you want two championships? First of all, you don't have the roster, number one. Number two, this adds to your brand if you're wrong, because it's like, oh, we get Roman on both shows? Because the deal, the deal was exclusive wrestlers. That, That was the deal. I know when the Fox thing dropped, it was like, oh, we get Roman exclusively, right? So it's like, if you tell me, Brock is the champion now. What? Um, and, I, and I'm sure, and I'm sure that the deal also included we would do these these many ratings and we would do oh, this. Oh, you got, come on now. Come on. Although, I, although I do believe SmackDown, oh, may, be, Smackdown may be hitting theirs. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I don't even think SmackDown's like, I think SmackDown's exceeding theirs, but not. By like a huge amount. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I always see they get like twos, but I don't know what they're hitting, what their market's supposed to be. I haven't checked in on the ratings in so long, to be honest. So I'm talking a little bit out of my ass. But listen, my point is, they ain't raw numbers. But what they, what they, what they say in the meetings and in the in the lead up and so when the ink is dry, don't listen. All I'm saying is. I'm hoping it's wishful thinking. I know, but I'm hoping that this is just like, yo, you know what? We've we've shifted our approach. We don't have a deep roster anymore like that. We're gonna combine this shit, even if it's for the next. We're gonna commit to this for the next two, three years. I'm interested to see which route they go. Um, so I'm interested in that. I'll give my prediction later when we do when we do the predictions. Um, oh so no, you don't. You just just go ahead and say it because we ain't gonna run through all these matches. We're not doing that. We're not running through all the. You, know, no, you don't want to hear my prediction for Happy Corbin. No, <laughs> not, not at all. We're not running through all these matches. Absolutely. Oh shit! Because uh, uh, okay. I do want to. Okay. I, I do want to put some uh, talking to Triple H before we get out of here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. All right, so, all right, so Charlotte and I go through the big matches. Charlotte and Ronda. Um, Ronda. Yeah. Got to, Same. and I hope that in the finish, I I think Charlotte more than any other wrestler 
needs to go away for a while. Like she need a she needed like a she needed like a like a nine month sabbatical. Like just you know what you know what Charlotte, just go be a just go be a wife or a fiance or whatever the hell she is to Andrade. Go be that for nine months. Make the crowd miss her for a while. She's been so oversaturated that I think that she just needs to go away for like nine months, ideally a year, to make people miss her again because she's just been there all the time. And she's always like, you know, that I like even I, who I'm a huge fan of hers, I'm bored with her by now. Like, I'm just like, Ugh. another Charlotte, I'm the queen promo. Hey, great. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Ronda on that one. Uh, Seth versus he who he who shall now be named. Um, he who shall not be named. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> they're, they're they're playing the game. I'm gonna play the game too. I'm going to go with the mystery opponent that shall not that shall remain nameless until right. further notice. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um and. I, I nah, I'm not gonna talk about that match. No, no. Hey, uh, uh, AJ and um, Edge. I was gonna go to. I'm doing it by night, so I'm gonna go to. Oh, okay. That's night. That's night one, and then obviously the KO show. Austin and and KO put on a a lovely spectacle of a mm-hmm. fight, and uh, Austin ends out on top, or at least with the upper hand, I guess. But I got a question to you before we wrap up. I got a question with you about that one. All right. Um. But I'll go through the all right, night two. Um Edge, AJ. Huh. I will go with AJ. And shout out to Edge. Uh, shout out to Edge too. That boy been doing some good promos. He has. He has. Um, that's why I think I'm gonna go with AJ because he he fired the first or uh, Edge fired the first shot. He's been the heel. I think giving AJ a good, good win. I think AJ deserves it, a good big win. And I think it's. I think this feud obviously extends further. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna go with Edge or with a- with AJ. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Amos, Omos. Um. That must have just been announced, right? Yeah, that uh, just got set up tonight. Okay. Damn. Uh, interesting. I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Bobby. Yeah, I. I, it, I you did the same thing. I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't know. They kind of into this um almost kids, so, but I don't know. I don't like. I said I'll just be safe and go with Bobby. For now, Bobby. Yeah. Um and anything goes, match Johnny Knoxville. Why not? Um, Pat Mack being Austin Theory. Wait a minute, both of those matches are on Sunday, according to uh, Wikipedia. Wow. Okay. But it's Wikipedia, so I don't know if they're like it's like legit. Yeah, maybe some. Like, I think something might change with that. I don't. That's you would they'd put one celebrity match on Saturday, but they also but they also they do have two women's matches on sat on Saturday, so who never who the fuck Yeah, I, I guess I might be sort of balancing out. I don't know. I, I who knows. Um and then obviously we get to the big one, 
the, the one match on this one match show. Um, Brock versus Roman. Um, I'm going with Brock. I'm going with Roman. The rain continues. Okay. I'm going with Roman. You know my only reason not going for Roman? Because initially, if you asked me that last month, I would have said Roman. But the only reason I'm saying Brock now is because if you don't have Brock win, who you got left? Unless you bring it up, Braun Breaker or whoever. That, that, that is a great motherfucking question. Who do you have left? Because that's actually the issue now with Roman is like he's beaten everybody. And that's the problem when you have these long title reigns with these heels and the babyface too. Is if you don't have a good stable of credible challengers, that and that's the crime that's the crime that WWE has committed really since the Cena era, where you don't build up guys enough to be credible. You know, it it just hurts because eventually you're going to need guys to be strong to be believable against Roman. And if you, they're not believable, like, I mean, and I know people are going to say, oh, well, there's Drew McIntyre. They can always go back to that. But, like, look at Drew McIntyre is not the same. He, Drew, I've never been a big Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre fan to begin with, but he's he doesn't have the same buzz he had just two years ago. So... Yeah, okay, they could do that, and that, that'll give them a good, good two pay-per-views, maybe. Two and a half pay-per-views, maybe. But after that, I don't think they're I don't think I don't think Drew McIntyre is beating Roman for the title. So <laughs> we can kill we can kill that one. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's too hard to it's try hard, to figure yeah, out. Yeah, the only only uh, yeah, the, you said it. The only person I can see is Braun Breaker. And that would be I, like <laughs> that would be like one of the like a initial like you know what I mean like a like y'all really doing this like y'all gonna do it like this like push him that fast to that point and I'm just you because you, you can tell that there's already something there with him um yeah. so it's like do you rush it or do you he seems I, like he I, may be outgrowing NXT at a fast rate but I feel the same way about um Carmelo too true so, um i think mm. both have but i think that they still need some time to slow simmer on the main roster for a little bit before do you even before i would but that is honestly the guy i would go with i i think that that but see that also goes to my point of their business strategy now like they don't have to sell pay-per-views hell they don't even got, they only got to sell network subs so for them they're just like oh we keep t- title on roman um you know, we'll do we'll do Drew McIntyre for two months, two 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 three months at most, and uh, then we'll just we'll bring up some other sad sap to try, and and then all the while they can continue to kind of let Braun Breaker slow build until maybe a SummerSlam or hell maybe Mania next year. Who knows? Well, not maybe not it, Mania. Actually, you know what I mean. It's gonna be super interesting to see what they do um for NXT. It, that that uh, NXT standard lover show is gonna be interesting. Um. Because it's already blew my mind. Dolph Ziggler winning the NXT title. I was just like, "What?" <laughs> I don't understand that one. That one just like, "What? What are we doing here?" Um, that's 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 what hurts not having a Big E. Also, like you don't have that guy that just like, okay, you can naturally slide in as maybe. And they were already doing damage to Big E already. Not already. They had. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so, they. 
we, we don't need to revisit that, but but yeah, that's that's what hurts in all this. Like maybe they go back to the Jimmy and Jay thing. Maybe, but I doubt it. I doubt they go back to that unless like it's a thing of oh shit, we all lost our titles. I right, we got to get them back, and it'll be a backlash or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong about WrestleMania. I have been wrong about this stuff before. Won't be the first. Won't be the last. No experts. Yeah, hopefully it might be like a sleeper, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, night one was dope, and night two was okay. I really enjoyed myself. Better, yeah, yeah. The best in years, you know. Of course, hopefully, we hope we're wrong. So Triple H, um, you know, called it a career for health reasons, um, super serious health reasons. Yeah, um, I know it sucks as a you know as a competitor, sports athlete, whatever you want to call them, as an athlete, basically, you know, when you don't get to walk away yourself, yeah, it's basically shit. I I got it, you know what I mean. If this is the reason when I'm walking away, something physical or whatever it may be. But while my man is here, we should give him his roses. Uh, and I see a lot of people did that um, when he announced it. So what I'm going to ask you is, well, first I'm going to say this. It's, Triple H is always super interesting to talk about because it's the tale of two careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and it's like Triple H part one is the guy that was so-called holding people down and A, B, C, and D and doing dirt. And, so-called. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I I wasn't there, so I'm trying to be – you know what I mean? Being real diplomatic. Yeah, I'm being, yeah. I'm being diplomatic. So he was, you know, so-called doing some things that you would have called, like, people had a lot of feelings, and a lot of his workers were always like, oh, fuck him, <laughs> basically. And then you have Uncle H, Triple H, Papa H, where he took this NXT thing and, Build it to what it was, really what it is now. No matter how you feel about what it is now, um, there would be no NXT without his vision. Uh, it, a lot of these athletes that you see on TNT getting a lot of money, yeah, you got to thank Triple H because he just somehow became the guy that almost everybody liked. As far as those takeovers, man, when those takeovers start rolling, when everybody like really caught on to them that was watching the NXT product, oh man, he could do no wrong. Oh, you signing this guy? Oh, you signing my favorite independent wrestler? Oh, you signing this guy? Man, what, tri- wait a minute. Is this the Triple H that you, you fuck with Adam Cole? Like what? And it was just this thing of he bringing the women up and it was just a... It was a time, man. It, but the black and gold NXT was just the time that we can all look fondly on now because you had a lot of great superstars come through there. No matter what happened to some of them when they got to the main roster, uh, their their NXT runs were dope for the for the majority of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the women like Oscar's reign. He, you know, what I mean, he just developed these women. He developed these men, and it was just a time where he was the man, pretty much. He was outperforming major pay per views. Takeovers were outperforming. That means like, oh yeah, that yeah yeah yeah. But takeover was better. 
And I know, of course, you know, nobody's going to say it out in the open. But I know, you know, that Bay roster had to feel a certain type of way. Because Triple H's oh, no, my guys, we're going to knock it out. We're going to knock it out Saturday night. Y'all can have Sunday, but the real show was Saturday. And it was just dope to see. And, uh, you know, it's funny that we get all this conversation about him now because I want to talk about his wrestling career. And I can honestly tell you, I was not the biggest Triple H fan, but I can tell you, fucking 2000, he might have been untouchable. Yeah, man. Um, I There's no secret my feelings on Triple H. Um, I've never been a fan of his... I've been a fan of his in-ring work, but I've never... I, I, what you said was perfect. It's the tale of two careers, right? I, I, you can't take away everything that he did as an executive because the current landscape of wrestling as a whole, Triple H has a huge part of it. Right. Right. That being said, that man was a piece of shit that held down a lot of wrestlers, a lot of my favorite wrestlers. And he did some dick shit for a long time, bro. And it, it, the cynical part of me is like, oh, yeah, he could be Papa H now that his position is no longer threatened, that his spot is no longer on the line. Yeah, he could be Uncle H. <laughs> that's easy. Adam Cole ain't taking his spot. He's yeah. done with now. So that's the cynical part of me. But listen, uh, all jokes and, you know, snark aside, Triple H had a hell of a career, man. He was an incre- he, he's had an incredible career. He's had one of the best careers. Not like not whether he's a great wrestler or whatever. Like just like if you just look at careers, he's had a hell of a career. He's had one of the great careers in this business, man. Like oh, I'm sorry, started, sir. He started out. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut across you. It's a tale of it's 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 the tale of three parts. Three parts. It's three parts because we. It's a part where Triple H was like career with after that. Uh, what they call it? The curtain call. Oh, your man was in the rut, and it yeah, wasn't. It was, it, he almost got fired. No, it was. It was. It was. It was pre curtain call. You should. You could. You could even make it like four careers. It was pre curtain call. Yeah. It was curtain call. It was DX. Then it was uh it was solo quad injury. Yeah. He then he's got he's got a little, he's got a lot of parts, but I just always think about like he almost didn't even make it to like because that whole curtain call, that was that was a big deal. That could have ruined him. That could he could have he could have went by the wayside, man. And credit to him. Credit to him. Yeah, because he Stuff chucked like, it up. He whatever they told him to do, he did it. He and, did it. And, and, and I'm sure he got a lot of people respect for doing that. Yeah, sure he did. Um, listen, I, I was listen. Triple H has had a hell of a career, wonderful career. Um, I agree with Jim Cornette. Triple H was not the guy; he was the guy that worked with the guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. That's not disparaging. That 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 that's that's not saying that he didn't have a great career or that he was a great wrestler, but he wasn't the Rock. He wasn't Stone Cold. Right. He wasn't Hulk Hogan. He wasn't Bruno San Martino. He wasn't John Cena. But he was Triple H, though. He was you Triple know? H. <laughs> he, was- he was Triple H. It's 
like I said, that two thousand run, and I understand what people when people start talking about that little run he had in two thousand. I get it. A lot of injuries happen, but when they happen, no, 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 no. From from the Royal Rumble two thousand, because I even when they started giving him that big push in ninety nine, late ninety nine, I didn't buy it. And that man, whenever his Hall of Fame speech occurs, he needs to thank Mick Foley. Because Mick Foley. We lost you. Well, we just lost Manny. I'm not sure why. But I'll close it out. Um, yeah, this sucks because let me see if he'll come back. I'm hoping he'll come back. Because but I, well, I'll just go ahead and talk and see if he'll come back. But anyway. My whole thing about Triple H is, like I said, he he definitely had a career where it was a lot of start and stops. Uh, as far as what happened with the curtain call, the injury, it's, it's like, man, but he just kept going. He kept grinding it out. And that Madison Square Garden, when he came back from the quad injury, man, that's just something that I'm going to always remember. I'm going to always remember that pop that he got, and you could just – damn near feel that audience coming off your TV screen. I wasn't there, but you could just feel the energy. It was like, yo, motherfuckers are really excited for this motherfucker to be back. And it was Recording in progress. You back? Yeah, I'm here. I was, I was like, oh, shit. I was sitting there talking, and the whole thing ended. I, I just pick right up. All right, go ahead. Yeah, that, 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 that run, that. And we lost you again. What's going on, man? I don't know what's going on. I can't hear Manny. Like I was saying, I'm just going to go ahead and close it out because we are having some technical issues and I don't want them to get any worse. So if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter. You can follow Manny at the manual brain on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to listen to any of the shows, you can go to the Jeff. Uh, you can go to Jeff versus the world podcast.com. Find all of the shows there. Sorry for the technical issues here tonight. And you, you back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm about to clap. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, it's, the, it's, the, hey, it's the technology guys fucking with us. Hey, I'll wrap up my Go ahead. Peak Triple H, 99, or, uh, late 2000, or, mid, or January 2000 to about, what, May 2001? That was Peak Triple H, bro. Peak Triple H. Just physically in the ring, like, he, he could do no wrong, man. But I also... Part of me also can't be like, damn, I've never really fully embraced him because that reign of terror, bro. That reign of terror was just, 
Like, the, the young fans out there that don't understand the reign of terror, man, you just, you just had to be there to just understand how awful that was and how fucked up and how much, how many wrestlers he held back, bro. Whether directly, indirectly, he did a lot of wild shit, bro. And I know, I know it's a legend. None of us were there, but we know. You know. We know. Like, he held a lot of guys back, man. He put, he took a lot of, he took a lot of M's from a lot of cats' pockets. And that's fucked up. You know, but hell, he had a hell of a career. And then again, as an executive, he, he made some of that. He made some amends back. So that helped. He's, he's a complicated figure. For me. I mean, I guess it's, a, it's also take away from his from his from his greatness. It's also a thing, too. When you outside the trenches, you see things different. You know what I mean? He, he wasn't in the line of fire no more. He was basically outside watching these guys, watching a group of wrestlers who loved wrestling. But also had other things going on. You know what I mean? Like you got a guy like Xavier who got loves video games and they have outside interests. And it was like, oh, these wrestlers are different, different. Adam Cole playing video yeah. games. I think because but like the, re- the wrestlers changed. Like they had other things to, you know what I mean? Like they had other things going on. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I feel you. I just. To me, I think at the end of the day, I just, I guess I've never really heard him make amends for that shit. Like, listen, what wrestling does, I get it. But I guess he's just never like, damn, I, you know, when I was on top, bro, I was trying to stay on top. If that's my fault, I probably should have did it differently. Or if I had to go back, I probably would do some things differently. Like, I never heard any of that. So it's like, you know, like, how you did Booker T, bro? Like, that's. That's some foul shit. That's some foul shit. Like, well, you know? I, just, I, just, I myself never got over that. Now, again, I don't think that's probably executive work. Executive work is top notch. I will not take anything away from that man as an executive. That man did his thing. But I just, I've never been able to wrap my arms around Triple H in this later career like others have. And just kind of, because I haven't been able to just ignore all the other shit like other people have. Like, I've just been like, eh, yeah. All right. <laughs> just been like, all right, cool. I mean, I guess it is what it is. I mean, a lot of that stuff, you're not, a lot of times you don't hear wrestlers do that type of stuff because somebody like him seemed like he would do it personally to the wrestler. Like, hey, man, I was a dick. To me, he just seemed like a type of person that wouldn't come out in the open and say it because. And he probably has. Like, Shawn Michaels shit. Shawn Michaels shit was Right on TV, so everybody saw it. So, of course, you can come out and say, Brett, I was an asshole. I was a jerk. A, B, C, and D. Triple H shit was more like, oh, you heard about it. So, it was more of a thing of, no, nah, he seemed like a guy that would actually be like, no, nah, that's on me. And plus, a lot of the guys have, you know what I mean, moved on, you know, done other, doing other things with their lives and stuff. Especially the wrestlers, like, cause you mean you, you know you what you hear similar stuff about John Cena, you heard the similar stuff about him. So it's just like it, it was that. I and got all wrestlers have done it. All yeah, it's guys. like that thing of it's that thing of I'm protective of my spot, and it it doesn't feel that way now with these wrestlers, with this generation of wrestlers. It just it just it just feels a lot different. It feels a lot more like. No, we all can eat. It was that dog. 
it was that dog eat dog world back then. Yeah. It was like, yo, you coming for my spot. I got to kill you. Like, nah, nah, ain't no, it ain't no room for two. It ain't no room for three. There's only one. You know? And in, and, and in some ways, I kind of, in a weird way, I respect it. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just think he just didn't handle everything. That, and listen, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be preachy here. Like, I get it. People age and people mature. And, you know, I'm not the same way I was when I was 25. Like, people grow and get mature. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to be judged for shit that I did back in the day. Like, of course, I'm thinking. So, again, he's had an, an incredible career. I just gave him his flowers. Like, I think he's had one of the best careers in wrestling history. Like, just 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 when you look at the overall career and the the the, the, the many the many fields he's touched as far as in the wrestling business from wrestler to executive to booker to whatever married to the, at one point being the heir apparent to the throne like he's had a hell of a career man and 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 and, and, and it's sad because I think all of the shit that I talked about as him the reign of terror or whatever took away from an incredible ring general that he actually was in the ring and i think that that's what did it for me for a long time was like yo you didn't even have to do all that like yo you was you was made my nigga like you was made you was married to the boss's daughter like you wasn't going anywhere so you know you had it locked but yeah a lot of it a, a lot of it too was ego ego and insecurities Because I'm, 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 I'm almost 100%, 100% sure that when you start dating the boss's daughter, the Snickers probably got to him. The little back, you know what I mean? When people say little shit and you try to brush it off, but there's somebody else saying you just, you know, you start getting defensive about certain stuff. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure a lot of that shit played into it. I think it. with him, he never, like, I don't think he ever got over the fact that it was always Austin Rock, Rock Austin, Austin Rock. And he was just like, oh, what about me? And then I think that when he got his time to shine and that he was the one left standing, he just like, instead of just being like, whatever, he was just like, oh, see, you know, yeah, you're right. It's, it, it points to insecurities and just ego and whatever. But, hey, man, listen, at the end of the day, wrapping it up, he was a hell of a wrestler, hell of an executive. And um, I'm interested to see what the next chapter in Triple H's career, life. First, you got to say it. I'm glad the man is alive. I heard the interview of him detailing everything that went down. Like, yeah. No, this ain't, this ain't some shit like, oh, I had a couple concussions. I could wrestle. Like, this man almost lost his life. Like, that, that's nothing to play around with. So beyond any wrestling shit or whatever, I'm glad the man is alive. And he's able to sit and play and talk and be in his girl's life. Um, and yeah, I'm just glad he's alive and hopefully alive for many more years to enjoy his family and see what he does next. Right. All right. So we can get about it here. Y'all already got all that good stuff. Uh, we'll be back maybe to recap WrestleMania or I don't know. We'll oh, see how that. We got to recap this shit show. We got to <laughs> recap this shit show. <laughs> see, you say this is a shit. I'm, I'm gonna be optimistic. It may not. It may it may not be a shit show. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, uh, y'all got not a shit show. I will apologize on the air next time. We'll get up out of here. Y'all take it easy. Peace.